This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. Hi, and welcome. This episode features a conversation I had with Casey, who's in her late 40s. It's about a date she went on with a man named Colin. This date only happened because Casey made the decision to toss out some of the dating rules that she created for herself and that she'd been following for a long time. And now, here's Casey's first date story. Welcome. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. Happy to be here. So let's start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I'm 47 years old. I'm an event designer in the wedding industry, uh, sole proprietor in my business. And I'm curious, when this date that we're going to talk about took place, how are you feeling about dating? Well, I was feeling pretty good about dating, to be honest. I had come out of a not-so-great relationship about a year prior that fortunately didn't take me too long to get out into the dating world because I was mourning that relationship while I was in it. And then um, I got out there and I was able to date organically for a good six or eight months, and then things slowed down a little bit. Organically. Okay. Yes. I haven't heard that phrase before. So yes. organically. Just... Meeting through friends, uh-huh. maybe a work networking, something like that, you know, maybe out at a restaurant, not necessarily searching online, which is how we're going to talk about this date. So the organic thing kind of ran its course at that time and you were feeling like you needed to take a step in a new direction? Yeah, it was just a new experience. Friends of mine have been dating online. And then one day, another friend and I decided to sort of go online at the same time. It was holiday time, which traditionally things quiet down if you're not serious about dating somebody. So I was in a bit of a dry spell and decided I would try to go online. Was this your first time online? It was my first time in 15 years. I guess it means that something happened 15 years ago that kept you off of it for that amount of time? Yes. In the very, very beginning of online dating, I did sign up and I met somebody that was a bit of a creep and it just turned me off a bit. So I had 15 years of dating experience off and on, some long relationships, some very short dating relationships, but I was ready. I wanted to meet somebody. Awesome. So you and your friend, holiday time, you signed up for... So it was OkCupid, Match.com, and eHarmony. And your girlfriend did the same thing. So the two of you were hand in hand, side by side. Side by side, sitting on our couch, building our profiles, making each other tell the truth and elaborate, you know, where we should or where we shouldn't. And what happened? Well... It's the new year, so half the world seems to be going online at that time. Um, You get a lot of hits right away, and a lot of communication happens immediately. I like your picture. I like your smile. Uh, And I had one guy contact me, 
that piqued my interest. And we started a little email chat through the site and we had a good banter with each other. It wasn't too much. It wasn't too little. It was super comfortable. And we set a time to meet up. And what was it about him that caught your attention and made you think that there might be a reason to meet him? He had a really good sense of humor in his very short email communication. And getting ready for that date, how were you feeling? I was feeling good. I left work early. I went and got my nails done. I was ready to go meet him for a drink at a neutral location outside of either one of our areas. And so you walked into, was it a bar? Was it a restaurant? What kind of place? He was sitting at a bar at a restaurant. He did first want to meet for coffee, and I said, coffee makes me nervous. I'd rather have a drink. Why, is, why does coffee make you nervous? It just makes, you, makes me jittery and more hyper, whereas a drink would relax me more. Gotcha. And I don't necessarily feel like drinking coffee in the evening, and I don't feel like dating in the morning. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> that makes really good sense. Yeah. So he's sitting there. On sitting a, at the bar. You walk in. I walk in. He got up from the bar and came over to greet me, and he immediately said, you look just like your pictures, and can I give you a hug? Wow. Which wow. was very endearing right away. That's quite a moment yes. to have started off the date with. Yeah. While we were in a very nice public place, it wasn't creepy. It um, was just the right thing for him to say. So it's, the date started with a hug. It started a with a hug. and a hug. Yep. And then... Then we headed over to the bar for a drink. And funny enough, I think the entire bar was filled with online dating first dates. <laughs> and... We were joking about that almost instantly. Uh, it was very relaxing right away. I'm not exactly sure how I can explain it. We didn't have a huge amount of communication prior to our date, but he was very engaging, chatty, but listened and asked questions right away. There was almost no silence. Fantastic. Yeah. Just flowed. It just flowed more naturally than any date I had been on in a long time. So here you are 15 years later trying online dating again. Yep. And you found a guy who you could have a really nice conversation with straight away, feel comfortable with. Yeah. We come from two very different situations. I had never been married before. He had been married and was separated and has two children. So we just had two very different backgrounds. So that didn't make a difference in the fact that you guys had so much to talk about, it sounds like. It, it was very interesting to me, very intriguing to me. He was very much into being a father, but very much also into wanting to have a new relationship, have a love in his life. How long had he been married? 18 years. Coming out of a really long relationship. Yes. And already ready for the next one. Yes. I do believe that he had been in a failing relationship for a long time. And by the time I met him, he was really looking for something new in his life. I see. 
That's great because it's all about timing. It is for sure. And I know from my experience and for a lot of other women's experiences, when they meet men who are separated, they are often not really ready for the next Absolutely. one. They may think they are ready, but when they start dating some woman, they often, at least the ones I met, freak out after a few dates and run for the hills because they're just not yes. ready to do any sort of committing. And I would agree with you 100%. I was a little nervous myself when I was first communicating with him that that was his situation. And I had known many girlfriends who met separated or even divorced men online who said they were ready, but they weren't. I would always tell my friends, don't do it. Don't go out with a separated guy. Don't go out with a divorced guy. I've seen it a million times. It's not going to work out. He's not going to be ready. And then I did it and he was ready. So I will say I was very pleasantly surprised that it became obvious to me early on that he really was looking for somebody and he wasn't there to just waste time. So as you were spending time together, how did the way you felt around him change? I just saw a very warm, special person and I fell for him very quickly. It was shocking to me because I had been dating for a long time and I had had relationships that lasted three, four years. It maybe took me six months to feel the way I felt about him. So backing up then to the date, yes. because it sounds like date number one led to number two and beyond. Yeah. What happened at the bar? Well, we had a few cocktails. We just continued to talk about family and travel and a little bit about what we do for a living, but not too much work focus, more fun focus, mm -hmm. what we like to do when we're, we wouldn't be working together. So what would we want to do when we work together? You know, learning about each other's interests and friendships and families. And how did the date end? I did let him drive me home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, w I surprised myself with that one. How'd that feel? It felt good. And it was a perfectly polite drive home, followed up by a text later that evening saying that he had a great time. So you hinted at earlier about the rest of the story. Bring me up to speed, please. We had date two where we did a daytime hike and he brought a bottle of wine for my girlfriends because he knew I was having them over for dinner. We just oozed compassion and kindness, which made me then invite him for date three. That was my invitation where he actually met some of my friends. And by date four or five, I think we realized we didn't want to date any other people, had a conversation about it and move forward. That's so fantastic. So in retrospect, what sort of dating takeaways did you have from that first date? Because you said you surprised yourself. I did. I don't think you can ever expect that something is going to go a certain way when you don't know the person. 
And you have to be very open to meeting different people. I feel fortunate I never had a type. So I never really felt like I was going after the same kind of people. I was open to dating a lot of different people. But honestly, when I met him, I just knew. And the two of you are together to this day. We are. Um, yes. You just never know what life is going to bring, and you need to be open to it. Absolutely. It's the best thing I ever did. Love that story. So happy for you, Casey. Me too. What does being open mean to you? What can you do to make yourself more open to men and experiences than you've been up until now? For me, being more open for the most part meant getting rid of the list of must-haves, those qualities that the right man for me just had to possess for me to go out with him and to even consider getting serious with him. That list was a page long, and I took that thing down to five points, just five things. By doing that, I immediately became more open to meeting more men. Those men had all sorts of things to offer. Things that before I'd been closed off to. And when I look back afterwards, I realized that I should have done that years before I did. Because I probably prevented myself from meeting men who were really nice and really interesting. Now, think about your must-haves list. You probably have one, whether you've written it down or it's in your head. I encourage you to either get rid of it entirely or whittle it down as I did to five things. Just five qualities that the men you go out with must have. And then the next step is for you to actually go out with men who you wouldn't have before. You may meet your Mr. Yes and you may not. But you also may meet men who become friends, men who add meaning to your life through friendship, men who might even know people to introduce you to. So give it a try. And by doing so, you'll become more open. What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to first date stories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to 
the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Paletti and Lisa Gray of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening and keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking.